0: Vacation starts with VA. One thing you'll love about your trip to Virginia is that you'll never have to settle for one thing. All that you love is all in one trip. Start yours at Virginia.org. Hoopball podcast listeners. Are you a fantasy expert and want to write or podcast for Hoopball? Do you have aspirations of covering a team? Are you a master of sales and want to earn some cash on the phones? We've got good news. Hoopball's recruiting. If you think you have what it takes, hit us up at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or by emailing Team Hoopball at hoop-ball.com. Again, that's
1: at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or emailing Team Hoopball at hoop-ball.com. The following is a Hoopball presentation.
0: What's up, everybody? I'm Naji Adams. And I'm um, Hunter Jacobs, and you're listening to the Hoot Ball Nets Podcast. Thank you guys for listening to our COVID nineteen response episode. Basically, going through everything that. All the ways in which COVID-19 affected us, and we hope you're all staying safe, healthy, and social distancing. Um, in this episode, we're basically, we have two episodes lined up. This one is going to be about the Bradley Beal rumors and all the antics that Spencer Dinwiddie's going on. We also get into like some MLB stuff and uh, the, the rumors about the season returning on July 15th and what we think about all of that. And then the next episode that you're going to hear is going to be about our 2k20 simulation episode i also wrote up an article about this simulation episode that you can go read and kind of just like base what we're talking about off of that you can choose to read the article or listen to us or do both if you want to it'll be linked somewhere in the description of the podcast and so yeah last year we did a 2k19 simulation episode this year 2k20 simulation episode but we'll explain more in that episode itself and so make sure you subscribe to the Hoopball Nets podcast so you can keep up to date with everything that we're posting. Leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Shout out to Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company for sponsoring this podcast and every other HoopBall podcast. And uh, yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at Hoopball Nets. Let's get into it. Mr. Spencer Dinwiddie, he's been in the news for a slew of things recently. I guess first we can start with his, his GoFundMe antics. Um
1: yes, so so he's he's very active on Twitter, as we know. I think and last, one day he last just episode, decided.
0: We said that he was a good Twitter follow.
1: Yes, he is. He is. And he decided to throw out there the idea of letting the fans pick where he plays after his contract ends. And they the fans would need to raise twenty four million dollars in Bitcoin, which
0: is crazy. That
1: is, and and then he'd sign a minimum contract wherever the fans picked. And in the picture for it, he has himself in a Nets, Lakers, and Clippers jersey, because I guess he assumed that L A would be the preferred option for fans.
0: And so. I, frankly, I'm going to be honest, y'all, I had no clue what this man was talking about up until maybe 10 minutes ago. Because...
1: I I understood. I just never thought it was a reality that fans, common people, would raise $24 million for him. Yeah,
0: why would anybody... Maybe if it was
1: LeBron James... Why would but anybody give that LeBron man James.
0: 24 – like do you understand how much that is? $24 million. Basically, he was saying you give him $24 million to cover what he would have lost not signing a long-term deal yes. with the team, and he'll sign it a was, one year.
1: Like, what? It was $24,632,630. I don't think he would have even gotten $632,630 <laughs> paying out the $24 million. I mean, and it, like then that see that causes a lot of a lot of unrest. You already know Kyrie does not care about his teammates at all. Oh that, that's just God. the first thing. So now that Dinwiddie's not even committed to staying with the Nets, what motive does Kyrie have to want him to stay with the Nets?
0: I mean, you're not wrong. You find every single re- way to jab Kyrie that you can, but you're not wrong. I mean I, I personally when I see stuff like that I feel like why even post that? Like what, what was the point? Like did you really think you were gonna get twenty four million dollars from regular civilians? I don't like I'm not gonna do that.
1: Why would you do that before this season has even ended? Why? His contract isn't even up at the end of the why? year. He still because, has a whole nother year. He, yes, and and if they come back, the Nets are in the playoffs. Yeah. And they're going to play with Kyrie and KD and himself in the playoffs. Why would you not wait until after to even try this? I don't get it.
0: It it doesn't make sense to me because I don't know what the end game was. So, obviously, Spencer Dinwiddie really ended up taking down the post and ending the GoFundMe campaign. Because
1: they got two thousand—he uh, got— just over a thousand dollars in two days. At that rate, he never would have touched twenty-four million. He never would have touched one million. And he was trying to downplay it, like, "Oh, one k in two days is good." No, 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 it's not. That's it's not, not good. That's fifteen that's k in a month. <laughs> that, that's ten horrible. months. That's a hundred fifty thousand dollars in a year. That's one hundred eighty thousand dollars. So you don't even touch 200k of your total goal yeah
0: that's i uh, see part of me feels like that can't be legal in the nba like bylaws like the cba can't allow that to happen there's no way that was legal so i feel like somebody i don't
1: might, know that they ever would expect someone to do that
0: yeah he said that he'll continue to push the boundaries of uh, of, of what can be done I think
1: he's trying to find things that they've never thought about so that there's no rule to go against like him. loopholes, but what's gonna wind up happening is they're just gonna have a meeting and make a rule to stop him so yeah and and the thing is... The, is they're just gonna wind up hating him the, <laughs> the the executives in the league are gonna wind up hating him it's just he he i don't he already did the thing with his contract and reinvesting it, and, and that they didn't want that to get approved, but it did so why can't you just stop there, sign a normal four-year, $100 million contract, whatever team's going to sign him next, he'll start for them, probably the Knicks, or somebody that needs a point guard, the Suns. And just The Knicks LaMelo Ball, so. And uh, we'll see how the lottery treats them. <laughs> but,
0: no, yeah, I completely agree. I, I get, like, I respect that. Dinwiddie wants to, you know, push the boundaries of what can and can't be done by a basketball he's being player.
1: Creative.
0: Exactly. Yeah. To prove that he's like more than just a basketball player. But at some point, like there has to be some level of realism that comes along with that because I don't think it's realistic to to get twenty four million dollars from from common folk. Like, like that's not happening. And so I feel like either the league told him, hey, uh, you know, this isn't – shut this down. And he realized, like, all right, I'm not going to get the the goal anyway, so I might as well instead of trying to fight it. And so, yeah, Swinter Dinwiddie said that the league – he tweeted out that the league was going to return on July 15th. I don't know if he had some sort of inside knowledge or –
1: Well, I know that was what was rumbling around, and there's three different pathways to it. It's one where there's a couple regular season games and playoffs. There's one where it's straight into playoffs. There's a tournament-style postseason. Which one would you prefer? I would like five regular season games, and they go into the playoffs, personally. But I would actually want it where there's five regular season games and then the tournament. Because think of it this way, for the five regular season games, a team like the Warriors... They do not care at all. He's going to throw out the the worst players. He's not going to care. And that's why teams who are fighting for a playoff position like the Grizzlies, if they run into the Warriors, easy win. It makes no difference. If you do the tournament, everyone's going to play. And it would be like the teams who are in the playoffs get a bye. And the teams outside of it play in to play playoff teams. And then the top teams get two buys and it would wind up shaking out in like an NCAA tournament style way, I guess. But then once you get down to it, it would probably hit five and seven game series.
0: I mean, for me personally, I would like the same exact thing. Cause I feel like I don't want to just jump right into the playoffs because Bottom line, teams are going to be extremely
1: rusty after not having played for... Look, there are athletes that have kids. Someone like Tatum, I I have him on Snapchat. I watch his stories. He's with his son all the time. They're watching TV all the time, playing video games all the time. He's always with his son. He is most likely not in his top shape. It's just fact. Trey Young, all he is is on Twitter, playing video games all the time. John Moran, Donovan Mitchell, Luka Dongich. Devin Booker. Sure, they probably work out, shoot around in their house. They are not, they're definitely not working as intensely as they did during the season. They're not going to be at the top of their game. That's five games won't even get them that, but at least it's something.
0: Yeah, I definitely don't think it's fair to just tell them, all right, you guys haven't played since March. It's now July. Let's just, you know, hop right on into the playoffs. Like, that's definitely not fair. At least five regular season games just to get their feet under them, just to get back into the notion of playing NBA-level basketball.
1: Yeah, and so that everyone's engaged, at least the tournament. Like, give them some form of hope to have a Cinderella story. Like, like the Blazers or Pelicans or something can pull off and upset him wind up making the 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 playoff parts that play in series like and i know for give these, them something to play for like for the
0: location they're they're trying to just have it all at disney. one location so that they're like, trying to
1: have it at disney
0: yeah so that it limits the amount of interaction that the athletes have with the outside Which, world
1: that's the reason i think basketball is more equipped to come back rather than baseball because they have been with their families for months in quarantine, right? All they'd be doing is playoffs and whatever. It would be no more than two months. Yes, it's two months. Baseball sucks, has to
0: play a whole hundred plus game season. To play
1: an entire season. They would not be able to see their families for eight months probably. And then on top of that, they're asking the players in baseball to take a pay cut where the highest paid player is a retired Prince Fielder. Uh. so you're asking mike trout the icon of the game to sit there and get two million dollars to have an mvp season and not see his family i don't understand why they think the players would ever accept that there's there's legends who are like oh you gotta play for the love of the game to give people some hope in the world look at it from their point of view they're risking their health they're not seeing their family and they're the best at what they do and they're going to get paid not as much as they would nearly see isn't it
0: just it's a percentage of the contract that they have right like it's not it's not like a
1: base for everyone No, it's yeah but it's nothing prince fielder would get paid like four something million and that's more yeah, than no, no, no. Everybody. I'm saying
0: though, like, high if, if top tier players don't want to do it, why would somebody that makes like mid to low tier money in the MLB want to do that? Like, that makes no yeah. sense for them. lakes
1: Snell, lakes Snell, wow. he said he would not do it. I wouldn't do he, it. Either. He wouldn't do it. Bryce Harper said he's right for saying he wouldn't do it. And then you have analysts, Stephen A. Smith was not happy with them um I, but I don't I don't really see the problem. Listen,
0: Steven A Smith has a million plus dollar contract from ESPN. You, if they told yeah. that man, we're giving you
1: half of uh, your We're giving <laughs> you $25,000 and you still got to do first take every single day, he's not going he, to exactly. no, be happy. He's not doing it.
0: Exactly. nobody is doing that. So for you to sit on the outside and and badger at them when it's their when livelihood, at it, not it's right. still
1: their job. Yes, they're playing a game, but it's still their job. They have to be away from their family all the time, and it's their job. Basketball and hockey are two sports that only have playoffs left, really. So it makes sense that those two are going to come back and finish and, and do what they have to do. Baseball, entirely different. Football, we'll see what happens with that season. I pray there's a football season. I believe they will come back and play. I mean... If they have to play without fans, they'll lose a lot of revenue. But I think they will be playing.
0: And so, yeah, uh, NBA supposedly looking good to return right now sometime in July. And Walt Disney. I think
1: they're probably the second most likely sport. I I said most, but I wasn't really thinking about hockey. Hockey already has a a thing in place, a 24-team playoff bracket kind of that they they want to do so hockey's probably going to come back first and then basketball I'm fine I'm good if
0: honestly it that would show some kind of hope in the world any sport I don't even watch hockey but just to see a a professional sport being played back on national television that I don't care I don't care what it is give me a NASCAR race is it NASCAR back
1: NASCAR is on yeah Yeah, but think of it they're in cars yeah you don't
0: really get to see them there's no difference between watching NASCAR and the cars movie so (laughs) and so yeah that's that's what we have to say about the NBA and the MLB and our personal opinions on whether or not they should come back I think we both agree that we want them to come back as long as the right safety precautions are taken and then moving on to the Nets themselves they've been in some 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 rumors for Mr. Beal, Mr. Bradley Beal, to add and as a third star.
1: This was going on for a while. It just really came out that they actually were discussing it. So the rumored deal is really Dinwiddie, Lover, and two firsts as the base. That's the base for it. Then you can either add Jared Allen, Nick Claxton, and Torian Prince. Or maybe another pick, but the the one I saw that was most likely would be Dinwiddie Lavert Allen, and two picks.
0: I mean Dinwiddie Lavert let me think about that Dinwiddie Lavert and Jared Allen. <laughs> And two first rounders. I'm assuming
1: that would mean absolutely nothing because they'll be at the end of the round because they're either theirs or the Clippers. So
0: what if they request a pick from after KD and
1: Kyrie's contract is up? They wouldn't get it back. They would get nothing back other than B. So then
0: you get a, a crappy first round, two crappy first round picks that they'll probably use to trade someone else. They'll probably package John Wall in the first to get another star. And then, Levert and Dinwiddie. See, I personally like Karis Levert a lot. I know you're not as high on him as I am, but I like Caris No, I
1: think he's good, but I just don't think he was a third star. I, I think he was good.
0: I think that, I see, alright, I don't want to get... Mis like misconstrued and and make it seem like I think he's anywhere as close to the level as Bradley Beal. Would I trade of LeVert and two first round picks for Bradley Beal in a heartbeat? But Dinwiddie and Allen, you're basically trading your entire. I guess Dinwiddie's not really part of the young core, but your entire core outside of KD and Kyrie for Bradley Beal. Now we they had they would have Bradley Beal under contract until what 2023.
1: 2022 player option for 23, but if they're winning, there's no reason for him to leave because he'll be making a lot of money.
0: So for the next what two, three seasons? For the next three seasons, you'd have them. Two seasons you'd have them with Kyrie and KD. You and what a, a, a crucial part of this that I really think is important for the Nets is you have two superstars already, KD, Kyrie, two top ten, top fifteen players in the NBA, obviously. Neither one of them is durable. Both of them are very, very, very much so injury-prone. You add Bradley Beal, who's one of the best scorers in the entire NBA. This season, since January 1st, nobody has scored as many points as Bradley Beal. And he's oh, I got
1: something to say about that. And he
0: still got snubbed in the All-Star game. But that's besides the point. One of the most durable NBA stars that can be. He plays 80 games at least all he plays at least 80 games in most of the seasons he's been in. I think Although he, he was a couple very
1: injury-prone early in his career, he's definitely gotten over that.
0: And so to have a durable superstar that you can rely on and lean back on
1: while— He will literally be the Clay Thompson. That's exactly. What, that's what everyone's saying. KD is KD. Steph is Kyrie, but— Or Kyrie is Steph, but he's not. But that's the closest comparison you can get. And then Clay and Beal. Don't miss games. Play the most minutes.
0: And just go out there and be a dog for their team. I think now with all that being said, I think I would make the deal. I don't know. If I if I would end up regretting trading Karis, I don't think I would regret trading Spencer Dinwiddie or Jared Allen. Karis is the big part of the deal for me. But if I'm getting Bradley Beal for Three years, two of them being with KD and Kyrie, I think we have a pretty good shot at a chip, so I
1: would take the deal. What about two? If they have to give up all three of them, I would do it. If if they could find a way to move Allen to Claxton and give up another second or two seconds or something, that would be the best offer. Um, Dinwiddie is probably not going to be able to stay after his contract ends. So might as well upgrade to Bradley Beal. Um, Lavert's gonna need to get paid soon, so there's no point in holding on to him. And Bradley Beal averaged thirty points and missed the All Star game, which is probably the biggest snub in the history of the game. <laughs> um, I don't understand how you let Kyle Lowry eighteen five and and eight make the game, or nineteen five and eight make the game over him. Even Middleton shouldn't have made the game over him. Sabonis, good season, shouldn't have made the game over him. Don't care. Yeah, that's Bradley I Beal think the 30. The he averaged whole
0: 30. Team success leading to All Star games is a little bit overrated. Because there's no way Bradley Beale isn't an
1: All Star despite the Wizards you, being You garbage. start Trey Young in the game, but Bradley Beale doesn't make the game. Exactly. Well, well, what's exactly. the deal with that? I, I don't understand. It's not even like he shoots bad, he shoots better percentages than Kyle Lowry. So, I will never understand why he got snubbed. Kind of makes me mad for him. But I would do the trade if I was the Nest. Three years of Kyrie, BL, and KD should easily win you the East for three years in a row. So,
0: Yeah, and then if you win at least two out of three championships, you could care less that you don't have Karis Levert. Even if he's averaging. Also, if that happens, KD
1: is one of the best players of all time. I mean, Just yeah, me, he would he have what?
0: No. He'd have what? Five chips? Four? Four chips? He only won one two with the. Oh, I thought you said if they went three chips back to back to back. No, if they
1: win, if they win two. Oh yeah, if if they win two won. of those. There. If
0: they win two of the three, yeah, he had four.
1: If they win all three, and he goes five and one total in with, the with five the with five
0: Finals MVPs.
1: Yeah, because he he's winning a Finals MVP every time he's in it. So. Yeah, he would be a
0: he would be a demon
1: if he went five and one. That's tough.
0: And even if you want to, even if he did that, and you want to discount the Warriors' win, because ah uh, yeah, he joined the
1: seventy. 70- Look, if if they meet the Lakers next year and they beat them, I don't think LeBron has much left after that.
0: I don't think LeBron has much left in the tank. After uh, what this is year seventeen, I give him until year. Mm, i, I, I want to say 20 i give him a tear until year 20 until he starts no, i think he'll going be there for
1: a couple more years but i don't think he'll be able to carry as easily he'll need anthony davis to do a lot of work
0: yeah no i mean right now lebron can't just carry he there's no he if if
1: anthony davis got every time anthony davis is out they lose
0: yeah if anthony davis got injured for a extended period of time the lakers would not be what, what are they they were like 49 and 14 or something like that they, they were they were they had, an They'd insane had 20 level.
1: losses at least easily
0: if AD missed missed a lot of time but bottom line I think that if the Nets can get Bradley Beal without giving up KD or Kyrie regard like obviously
1: and do it I don't care what the, it is for the people saying that they have no bench depth Did the Miami Heat have bench depth not named Ray Allen and Mike Miller? Did the Warriors have bench depth not named Old Sean Livingston and Andre Iguodala? That's all they had. And let's be honest. Let's be honest. So
0: if the Nets get Bradley Beal, KD, and Kyrie, what vet isn't going to want to sign a vet minimum to come live in New York and win a
1: championship? And on top of that. Their four is still Torrey and Prince. Their five is still DeAndre Jordan. It's not like those are bad players. Eh, Torian Prince is a little iffy, but... <laughs> I, think he, I think he'd be better with all of them playing, though. Yeah. There would be no eyes on him. He'd just be taking open threes all day. And then you have Joe Harris. Nope, he's gone. Never mind. Yeah, he would definitely have to hit the deck.
0: <laughs> he would be
1: gone. They would... They have, um... Rodion's Kuroks on the bench still. John, and he's not bad. I, I don't I don't care what people say Rodion's Kuroks is not bad. He's a serviceable um, bench player. I I do think that there's going to be a few vets that sign with them if we if we're talking seriously. Um someone like Chris Chioza, not bad, not bad at all. He was he was solid in the games that he played. Nick Claxton will still be there. He'll be the backup center. I think the bench would be good enough that they wouldn't blow every game. Bro, they would pick up somebody like Jamal
0: Crawford on a vet min. Somebody like
1: not, not even not Iman even Iman Shumpert gonna, on a vet min. Not even like, him. There's gonna be people better than that that they can get.
0: But at a minimum, bro, Jamal Crawford can still come off the bench in a year from now and give you 13. 13 a game easy.
1: Emon Chumper I mean, yeah. could still lock up. The the reason no one signed him is because he has no defensive capabilities. But I mean yes, but if you're if you're stuck
0: between Christianoza,
1: you're signing. Okay. Just just think about a person who who might take him in so they could win and 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 uh Looking at this list, I see Jeff Teague maybe as a possibility. Um, Jeff Teague (laughs) Teague could take a low contract. I could see maybe Jordan Clarkson.
0: Nah,
1: Jordan Clarkson, he going crazy on the Jazz. And he's still
0: young. Uh, Not not young, but like young enough. I don't know if he would take Maybe
1: Joe Harris would want to come
0: back. I don't think he is, though. Um, Nah, a team like the Lakers or the Bucks would give him the
1: bag. I think I could definitely see Jay Crowder. Oh, for sure. 100%. 100%. Davis Bertans, maybe. Maybe uh. he'll take a, a shark shooter's cut. Um, someone like Justin Holliday. Oh, definitely. Like, And those aren't even... Those are good bench
0: players. Uh, yeah. If you combine all those people we just said, that's top half the league in bench scoring. Bench production, at least. Like... You're 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 getting all you need is you just need half capable players to get on the court and not blow a lead for and ten minutes 10? at a time while There's KD like Beal Jeff and, Green Kyrie and Reggie Rest.
1: Jackson too, who are playing on minimums this year.
0: Yeah, Reggie Jackson is a starting point guard on at least five NBA teams. <laughs> like he's he's not terrible. He's not great, but he's not terrible. What about someone like Derrick Rose?
1: He'd cost too much.
0: And I don't think he... Yeah, you're right. I, I don't think he would take them in.
1: Shabazz Napier returned. Probably. My guy. Probably, probably. He would definitely return. Isaiah Whitehead? Austin Rivers. <laughs> Austin Rivers could terminate his contract. He has a player option. Austin, But Rivers. He's, he's pretty cocky, so I don't know. I always feel like Austin Rivers is overrated. Now, he's a good bench point guard, but he, he's... He's cocky. Uh Bryn Forbes, if he decides to leave the Spurs, would be an amazing signing. He's similar to Joe Harris. True. Someone that I always liked, but he
0: definitely would not sign on a, a small contract, like a minimum, is Landry Shamit. I love Landry Shamit. He is nice. And nobody ever he, he's knocked down. He's knocked down. And nobody ever pays him the time of day,
1: but he's nice. It's crazy how many players are going to be free agents. I mean, it's not insane, but there's AD Drummond, DeRozan, Gordon Hayward. There are some good good players. I think Hayward's going to opt in, and so is DeRozan because they're getting big money. AD's going to opt
0: out, but then the Lakers are going to give him the bag, and he's going to come back. I don't know what Drummond's going to do. He can't he's be he the Cavs. He can't be happy on the Cavs. Yeah, Detroit did him wrong. Wait till you see what Detroit does in our two K simulation. They went crazy. Oh. <laughs> and so yeah, that's gonna end this episode. We hope you all enjoyed. Remember Stay tuned for the 2K20 simulation episode. It's going to be a really fun episode to listen to. You can go read it. Like I said, look in the description of either the tweet that was posted. It will either be in there or in the description of the podcast. Probably both, though, so you can read along or listen. Let us know your thoughts, your opinions. Shout out to Hawaiian House Cold & Coffee Company for sponsoring this podcast and every other Hoopball podcast. Follow us on Twitter at HoopBallNets. You can follow us individually on Twitter. I'm at Adams underscore. Hunter is at Hunter underscore JKR. They're both in the description of the podcast. And uh, yeah, we hope you're staying safe. Hope you enjoyed the episode. And we'll talk to you next time.
1: This has been a HoopBall presentation. Vacation
0: starts with VA.